Well, babe, we did it. We wrote a book. Yeah, man, it's it's actually surreal to even think about uh, that we wrote a book, had a baby, got married, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> <laughs> but the book is now available yeah. for pre-order, and we're so excited to share it with you. Oh, so looking forward to getting this book into your hands, to be in dialogue and conversation with all of you as we continue to liberate love from old imprints and codependent dynamics that keep us small, stuck, and stagnant. Yeah, you know, no matter your relationship status, this book walks you through what shaped you, why do you do what you do in relationship. It dives deep into your relationship blueprint, attachment styles, and most importantly, which is different than every other book that's ever covered codependency in the past, we explore the role of the nervous system in that. And the book is called Liberated Love. Yeah. Release your codependent patterns and create the love you desire. Go to createthelove.com slash liberated love to order your copy now. That's createthelove.com slash liberated love and get that pre-order in and you'll be able to get a free download of a meditation we created and a workbook that goes along with it. Much love and appreciation for your support. Much love. Thank you. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos, but it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Groves Podcast. Today, I'm doing a solo episode, and I'm going to be doing more solo episodes because y'all asked and I'm listening. So wherever you get your podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button because you're not going to want to miss these. Every time I do a solo episode, it is about diving into mastery, mastery of self, mastery of relationship, mastery of life. It's about dissecting a relationship pattern or a pattern that we have in relationship to everything we're in relationship with, because anything that's not us, we are in relationship with. And so we have this opportunity to put a light on something. And today I'm going to be talking about circumstances I see a lot, that I see in the way that people orient to friendships and the way that people orient to friends with benefits, polyamory. But it's really about let's dissect what's going on when we minimize our own needs in order to accommodate someone else's capacity. This is huge. So if you are someone who tends to be in friendships with people who desire more from you, or you are someone who tends to desire more from someone and you maintain relationship with them, then you're going to want to hear this because this is going to uncover where that pattern comes from and why and how we need to move through it. Now, what really sparked this desire to have this discussion is I was talking to someone who was sharing that she, so she's heterosexual. She has a lot of friendships with men. The men desire her that she's in friendship with, but she's also in friendship with other men that she desires. What an interesting paradox to be caught in, right? What you see is that unavailability is occurring in two directions. She is unavailable to people who desire more and she is experiencing unavailability from the people she desires more from. Now, the way through this pattern can be done in either direction that we can explore it. So you might be the person who tends to want more. And then what you do is you, you take this desire for romance 
and and this desire for long-term partnership and you dress it up in something that is tolerable or the other person has the capacity for. This can look like friends with benefits. This can look like polyamory. This can look like just being friends when you desire more. Now, here's the thing. Let's just get to the very real truth of this, uh, no matter what direction you're in, because even if you're the person extracting and, and being in relationship with someone who wants more, you are benefiting from being the one who gets to decide the capacity of intimacy and depth. You're protecting yourself from something, and so is the person who's choosing unavailability. So I've said this often, that if you are attracted to unavailable people or you find yourself with them in whatever capacity, then that means on some level you are unavailable yourself. And we can look at the pathology of this, right? Like where this comes from. And it's usually because as kids, we had a parent or parents who were not available to our totality. They weren't available to all our needs. They weren't available to all our wants. Maybe we had a parent who left. And so what we do is we adjust our capacity to meet theirs. We adjust our needs and wants, we don't become too much because if we're too much, it might overwhelm them. So we learn to hide our truest desires and wants and they masquerade in other titles and desires. So if I really desire romance from you, but you're like, I don't want that. I only want friendship or I'm only available to sex or I'll treat you like a boyfriend or girlfriend, but I'll never actually give you that. What's happening is I'm consistently being wounded by someone not being able to see all of me and meet me where I'm at. And it's familiar because what's happening is I am the little kid in me. And this is where we have to be able to be with the anger and grief that's going to come with this recognition. The little kid in me learns somewhere, right? And I talked about where this usually comes from. Learns somewhere that you have to pretend that you or agree to desire something else in order to get some of your needs met. Your need for connection, your need for love, your need to be uh, admired, your need to be desired, right? That you're getting those met, but they're not actually under your terms. Wow. Like when we can sit with the reality that we've tolerated less than we desire and we're tolerating less than we actually desire and we're dressing it up in other things, then we can be with the anger and grief of where that comes from. Now, we don't want to stay trapped in that because what can happen is, is then we're like, I'm a victim of this other person extracting from me. They're the one limiting how much intimacy I can have, how much depth I can have, what kind of relationship I can have. We have to be very real with ourselves that we are agreeing to these circumstances. We are co-creating these circumstances and unconsciously we are doing it so that we don't have to experience something that lives in availability. Usually to be left, to be betrayed, to not be enough, right? A re-wounding. What happens is we stay in perpetual cycles of relational experience, especially familiar relational suffering, because we don't know yet how to move through it. So if I've spent a lot of my adult life or even my teen years in adult life pursuing unavailability, it's because I'm afraid of what availability will create. I'm afraid that if I actually find someone available, one, I don't believe I'm worthy of it, so I won't be able to receive it, or two, that if they do actually choose me and I choose them, they might betray me. They might leave me. They might. And if they do that, I'm going to be experiencing those exact same circumstances that I experienced as a kid that I haven't fully sat with. You see the, how all of these different patterns will keep repeating themselves 
till we change, till we're able to turn towards the truth of how we're showing up to relationship and what we're choosing and who we're choosing. Now, this level of radical responsibility in relationship is completely transforming. It will completely change your life. And the reason is, is that instead of waiting for somebody else to agree to the circumstances you desire, instead of waiting for someone else to actually want what you want and to actually meet you in your actual capacity, you desire to create it. You desire to create that relationship. You desire to create those circumstances. You cannot create those circumstances if you continue to agree to circumstances that are not it. And that's the invitation that making a different choice actually brings to our life. If you've always taken a left when you should take a right, and now you take a right, you're in a completely different place. You're in completely different experiences. Think about what is possible for your life when you're willing to actually own this. Now, we have to own both parts, right? Not just the person who is actually in pursuit of a friend and actually desires them, but also the part of us that actually we have to mourn that we try to control the depths of relationship and we never allow someone to fully choose us. I've found myself in both of these patterns. Now, it can be hard to recognize when we're extracting from people, when we're controlling the capacity and the depth of the connection. If you haven't heard me talk about Cozier Sheets before, let me tell you, I'm about to introduce you to the greatest sheets you will ever have touch your body. Anytime someone comes to our house and stays in our guest room, they always want to know what is the bed situation? What are the sheets that we have? Their sheets, their comforters, their duvets, everything is magic. Their bedding is naturally breathable. It's temperature regulating. It's so damn soft. It's ethically sourced viscose from bamboo. It's incredible. And the brand was featured on Oprah's favorite thing but before that it was featured on Mark's favorite things. Like I discovered this brand years ago before I ever even chatted with them about being a sponsor for the podcast. And because I love their product so much, I asked for an exclusive offer for you and you get 40% off site-wide. And now they have pajamas. They have like loungewear. So not only do you get to wrap yourself in the experience of the sheets as clothing, but you then get to get into the bed in that. So you're like double wrapped. And so all you got to do to save 40% off site-wide is use the code GROVES at checkout. So just my last name, G-R-O-V-E-S. So go to CozyEarth.com. C-O-Z-Y-E-A-R-T-H dot com and use the code Groves and you get 40% off all their products. What we can do in order to get honest with ourselves is ask ourselves, if they could have more from me, if I was open to a relationship, would they want it? And we'll know immediately. We're like, yeah, yeah, they probably would. So if we know that, that we're the ones who gets to decide what's available to them, then are we actually being in integrity by being in relationship with them? Now, you get to decide what level you want to live with. I'm not moralizing this. But I think when there's an unconscious part of us that is taking advantage of someone else's desire for more, we say, okay, well, it's up to them to choose their own life. It's up to them to stand up for themselves. It's up to them to do that. But think about this. Why is it not up to you? Why is it not your responsibility? Because it could be through the recognition that you have been unconsciously extracting from people in order to maintain safety, in order to not have to be loved fully, in order to never be hurt again. You're just the opposite side of the same pattern. But imagine if through you saying, I can no longer continue this because it's not fair to you, but it's actually also not fair to me. Because I actually do desire to show up to availability and I do desire to show up to relationship and this is not the pathway to get me there. Imagine if through you choosing it, they actually get to experience their value. 
because you're recognizing their value. You're recognizing that they're out of integrity. Their behavior pattern is to collapse into themselves, to not stand up for themselves. It's to abandon themselves for connection as where the other side of this pattern is to abandon connection for self. So this is the level that I'm talking about, this level that not everyone's going to want to live in. You might be listening to this being like, bullshit, I don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. But when we actually sit with what we want to create and who we want to become, it does take this level of accountability. Even if you're the person who desires more, you are choosing that and you're protecting yourself from experiencing something as well. And so we have to just both on either side of that, if either side speaks to you, is you have to be like, no more. No more am I going to do this. And you have to sit with that part, the little kid in you. Because if you saw a little kid entertaining relationships where they weren't fully chosen and pretending that they don't want to play in certain ways in order to accommodate the other person, that they don't want to love too much or be too much, you would protect them from those relationships. And this is the same thing that occurs within us. The adult in us has to protect the little person in us and has to say, you don't have to hide what you want anymore. You don't have to hide what you desire anymore. You can have it all, but you can have it all if you don't actually make choices that reflect the belief that you can have it all. And I know that commonly the response to saying you can have it all is your standards get too high. Sometimes your standards can be walls. They can be so high that you never want anyone to climb over them and see you and, and be part of your life. But you can sit with that. Are my standards walls? You can just check in and you'll be like, yes or no. But do you even have standards? If we're used to accommodating shitty behavior, if we're used to accommodating people who just can't show up, who just don't make great, healthy choices relationally, if we keep choosing to be in relationship with them, can we show up? Are we showing up for ourselves? Are we actually available? Right? We're not. And so this is where we have to really step into the power that exists in choice. And you know, this person I was talking to, as soon as she had the recognition that she was both extracting from and leading on men and also being extracted from, in one day, she stopped communication with every single one of those relationships. She went to, through 18 people and was like, I have been extractive. I have not been honest. I have led you on, not because I was being malicious, but because I just wasn't aware of this pattern and I can no longer do it. Now, you don't have to have those conversations with everybody. And you get to decide what repairing this or healing this or changing this pattern looks like for you. And she also reached out to the people she was wanting more from. And she said, it's not fair. I've been desiring more from you. And I've been hiding that. I'm claiming that. I know you're not available to that. Or are you? Answers yes or no. If it's no, then no. No more wishy-washy, ambivalent bullshit. Because if we were used to people being ambivalent about us, it'll be familiar for people to be ambivalent about us. And then what happens is we actually make choices that indicate we're ambivalent about ourselves. So by demonstrating this full claiming of who we are, claiming what we want, and claiming what we're going to create with our lives, we actually eradicate that ambivalence and we say, I'm available to availability. And that's only through us modeling it. And it is also when we heal these relationships and get boundaries around them and get clean about them and tell the truth and clean up the agreements that the other person is invited to be liberated from their pattern. These conversations are not about getting people to change. It can be the outcome of these conversations, 
But these conversations are about us hearing our own voice and us claiming what we desire. And when we do that free from a need for the other person to change, we are free. We are liberated. We are no longer trying to manipulate. We're no longer trying to influence. And now we're setting ourselves on a beautiful path to create the life, love, experience that we want. Do you see how freaking powerful that is? So if there's one thing you get from this is step to that level of accountability and integrity to what you desire, what you value, and what you want. Stop waiting for someone else or the world to give you everything you want. Create it, claim it, become it. Now, if being liberated through relationship is something you want to dive deeper into, Kylie and I wrote a new book that's called Liberated Love, and it is available for pre-order. All you got to do is go to liberated-love.com and go pick it up. It comes out in April, and by buying it, it is super supportive and helpful for us. And we go deep into exactly the type of process that I just walked you through of telling the truth creating new patterns, reclaiming what you desire. And we talk through both our own experiences in our relationship and the things that we've learned through working with people like you. So with all that said, I'm so excited about what is possible for you, what is possible for me, what is possible for us when we actually step into this level of power. And what happens is, is when we heal, the world heals. So with all that said, Much love to you and make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes and I can't wait to chat with you soon. 